And good evening, everybody. Dave Carlson and Butch Lama here in, well, I guess where we are we between Oliva and Strum. We're, We're Oliva, Oliva Strum, Strum Central High School. High School. Oliva Strum Central High School. You bet. Uh, getting ready to bring you a Dairyland Conference matchup between the Cardinals and the Whitehall Norse. Uh, coming into this game, the uh, Cardinals having a little bit of a tough season. Uh, one and seven in the conference, one and fourteen overall. But uh, as you'll hear in my interview with Coach uh, Paul Jansen of the Cardinals, um, you know it was nice to pop the seal and get that first win a couple of weeks ago, 62-43 over Indy Gilmanton. And you know things are compounded a little bit more with two of their uh, role players are in the rotation out tonight. Uh, we'll hear about that a little yeah, bit later. Yeah, Brody Hansen is out, I believe, with an ankle injury, and Jake Berkey uh, is uh, in the concussion protocol, from what I understand. So. You know, when the, when the team isn't playing in the best you want or you're down on numbers or, a, you know, a one-in-whatever season, then to lose two key uh, people from your rotation, it just doesn't make anything easier for Coach Jansen. You know, you want to find a silver lining, and the silver lining is this. Some some younger players yep. have gotten a chance to step up and get some minutes. You know, hopefully you see some dividends down the road maybe next year. On the other side of the uh, ledger, uh, Tyler Peterson's Whitehall Norse uh, off to a 9-6 and six overall start, 6-2 and two in the conference, but they are losers of four of their last five. So they're trying to regain their Yeah, point. they're trying to turn that around. Of course, there's a little extra here because Tyler is a graduate of Oliva Strum High School. So, you know, you, you want to do good in front of the home folks that you grew up with. And it uh, should be a very interesting ball game here tonight. JV game going on right now as we uh, start the pregame here. Six and a half minutes left in the second half. It is Whitehall 36 uh, and Oliva Strom 26. We'll uh, check back in on that game a little bit later. But first, we're going to take a break, and then we'll be back with more of the pregame. You're listening to High School Boys Basketball on WHT. And we're back here on the pregame show ahead of tonight's matchup between the Whitehall Norse boys and the Oliva Strom Cardinals, joined now by Norse head coach Tyler Peterson. And Tyler, uh, overall, really good record, 9-6. and six. You're 6-2 six and two in the conference, but... Uh, the last week to 10 days has been a little tough, but you've played some good teams, too, in losing four out of five. Yeah, and that's that's a big thing for us. We don't want to we don't want to play a cupcake schedule. We want to prepare ourselves for for the big the big dance like we like to call it. But uh, um, we like to challenge the kids. We and we myself, I need to challenge. Everyone needs different uh, different things. And um, when we travel out of conference, that it, it only helps us. This is your second meeting of the season uh, with the Cardinals. Uh, first one way back at the beginning of the season, November 30th, the 75-54 uh, win at your gym. Uh, what do you remember about that game, and what do you uh, see in the Cardinals tonight? Uh, that was our second game of the year, and I think both teams have probably improved. I hope we have for sure. Uh It'll be a it'll be a different game, um, you know. Injuries and sickness and fatigue and stamina all play a factor this time of year. Uh, so it's it's always interesting coming into any gym and um, on the road. Hopefully, we're improving and I, and I hope we take the step here tonight as well. Basketball used to be in the high school level a game of four quarters. Uh, of course, now it's two two halves, but uh, the season still kind of gets divided into those quarters a little bit. You know, you, you play roughly a quarter of your game uh, schedule before Christmas uh, or thereabouts, and then you play another you know quarter in 
in January, and then you know you've got February, and uh, you know you're into playoffs or whatever. Maybe it's more thirds. I don't know. But anyways, you're into the last portion of the season here. And how do you feel about where you're at? You know, when playoffs starting two, three weeks from now. I feel pretty confident in uh, in the fact that we're, we'll figure we'll figure out our roles here soon. Um, that's the nice part about it being a long season, uh, and the bad part about being a long season. So there's there's good and bad with all these things, and uh, we have a, a tough time right now figuring out our exact roles and our fit. And um, we're starting to get our lineup down and and our rotations, and and once those things come together, things start to snowball in a good way for us. Any uh, anybody that you can think of that uh, really kind of maybe exceeded expectations, not because you had low expectations, but just because maybe they've elevated their game to a different level? Uh, the senior group has, has really stepped forward here in the last couple of weeks. Uh, when you play tough teams, the, the cream has to rise. And I think I think Braden LaSalle has done a great job for us um, finding a scoring role. And, We've got some young guys as well stepping up. C.J. Johnston's a junior. Uh, you'll see him, and he's really developed here in the last couple of weeks. And then we've got freshmen that are ro- working into the rotation as well. And and with those guys, it takes a little longer uh, throughout the year, and, and we don't want to just throw them into the fire, but, but they're helping us with their three, four minutes at a time, and, and it, it's become a nice rotation. When, when, when things haven't worked out in the win column, has it been because of turnovers primarily? Uh, I wouldn't say that. Uh, if you haven't noticed, we we lack a we lack about six 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 fives anywhere. Um, we're all about six one and six foot, uh, but we're very skilled and um, and that's where I where I talk about our roles and def- who figuring out who to defend who and and where you fit, you know, and who's going to go get the rebound. That that all plays a factor in a season throughout the year. Whitehall boys head basketball coach Tyler Peterson. Best of luck to you in the Norse tonight. Thank you. And we will be back with more of the pregame show right after this. You're listening to High School Basketball on WHTL. All right, Dave Carlson back here on the pregame show ahead of tonight's uh, game between the Olivestrom Cardinals and the Whitehall Norse. And I'm joined by uh, Cardinals boys head basketball coach Paul Johnson. And Paul, um, I, it kind of feels like it's probably been a little bit of a long season for you. You'd like to win some more games than you have, but uh, what has uh, you know what's been the experience this season with this team? We'll wait till after the buzzer goes here. Um, you know, it, it has been it's been up and down, uh, and the, and the kids have had a pretty good attitude. You know, like sometimes it's hard. You know, stuff like that. We started playing um, a little bit better after our holiday tournament. Offensively, started scoring more points, and now we're, we've run into some uh, big physical teams lately that gave us problems. Uh, and also, we've got we got a couple guys that have been nicked up and are out that we're hoping to get back next week. Um, that kind of really deplete our depth, but provides opportunities for other kids to to get experience and show what they can do. So, you did pick up that first win January 9th against uh, Independence Gilmanton. Uh, I suppose that felt really good to get that monkey off the back. Oh, you, yeah, you, you, you can't under, <laughs> understate that at all. No, it was good for the kids, good for, for my mental health, too, um, especially with, you know, some of the things that we, we work on all the time. We executed very well. Um, yeah, and we're able to go into Gilmanton and get that win. So, Do you feel like you're trending in the right direction? Um, right now we're, we're gathering experience. We've had a rough week this week. We had two lopsided losses, but, uh, and, uh, 
we got to get, we like I said, we got to get experience and keep building, and then we got to get Jake Bierke and Brody Hansen healthy and 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 back on the court. So, what uh, what kind of uh, ailments have they got going? Um, Jake had a concussion issue, and Brody's got an an ankle issue. So we're hoping to get him back by the end of next week. What about, uh, you know, just maybe a player or two that, uh, you know, kind of have exceeded expectations this year, not because you had low expectations, but maybe they've elevated their game to a new level? Uh, You see anything of that? Well, we got uh, two sophomores that have gotten more, a lot more playing time as the season went on. Um, and Calvin Barnison has, has started the last two or three games. He'll probably be a starter for us the rest of the year, um, even when we get other people back. Noah Martinson's going to start tonight. Um, he is He's played like one-half JV, two-half varsity for most of the year until this last week. Uh, and he's, you know, he's a really good shooter and just needs to get that varsity level experience on some of the other parts of his game. But uh, so, yeah, both of them have had some some pretty good games for us. So uh, the downside of uh, having some of your regular starters banged up, uh, you know, of course, you have to play some, you know, less experienced players. But on the upside, that's some really great experience that maybe you didn't expect to, to get out of them. That only helps maybe down the stretch or going forward next year. Yeah, absolutely. Because you know everybody that's minutes are going up, getting extra playing time. They're all juniors, juniors and sophomores. So they're all guys that we're going to count on heavily next year. Um, that maybe it got you know caught in a number shuffle, you know, and stuff before, and and uh, now now they get the chance to to show what they can do or or learn from it and like i said better prepare themselves for next year oliva strom boys head basketball coach paul johnson best of luck to you and the uh oliva strom cardinals tonight hey thank you very much thanks for being here and we will be back with more of the pregame right after this you're listening to high school boys basketball on whht and we're back here at oliva strom central high school central high school uh we're going to have a little bit of a delayed start tonight, uh, as it is apparently parents' night. Yeah, they're moving it right along, though. I think we'll be starting the uh, warm-ups here for the varsity game in a couple of minutes. But, uh, you know, it's been a long season. You look at everything that's going on for these two schools. Uh, Leva Strum's that little bit of a rebuilding year, hoping to do that, and then compounded by the injuries. But like you said in your interview with Coach uh, Jansen, it's given the opportunity for some underclassmen to get some valuable playing time. And if the... Uh, if injured players get back, it may bode well for them uh, not only next year but for the end of uh, this year. Yeah. And on the other side, uh, for head coach Tyler Peterson and the Norse, um, you know, they had a magical season last year <laughs> getting all the way to the state championship game. Well, state. They didn't make the championship game. Oh, that's right. They got to state. But they got to yeah, state when right. it was, uh, let's say, rather unexpected. Yeah. <laughs> It, it probably felt like a state championship well, game yeah. just getting there. But, uh, yeah, made a deep run in the playoffs, got to state. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm sure they would love to do that again. And, uh, you know, at 9-6, and six, and uh, what is it, 6-2 and two in the conference, they're having a good season. Yes. And, uh, again, nobody expected it last year. So that's the beauty, especially of the open tournament format here, yeah. where everybody makes it. Um, you could have a team go on a run, and who knows? Uh, this is now we're aging ourselves, but I can remember <laughs> back in the, uh, it was either 73 or 74. I don't think Oliva Strum had won more than one or two games all year, and Whitehall came in with a, like a, I don't know, a one or two loss mm-hmm. season, and uh, they got bumped off of the tournament, I believe, that year by Oliva Strum. So yeah. you, you never say never. No. 
it doesn't mean anything. What your record is doesn't mean a whole lot come uh, February when the playoffs start because anybody can beat anybody. And, you know, there's no, you know, there. yes, I they're seeding them now. It's not, I guess it's not like the old days, again, dating ourselves, when those brackets were out at the beginning of the season. Well, I, now we're going back even a little <laughs> bit further. In 68 uh, or 69, Whitehall was the number one ranked team in the state, and Duran was the third or fourth ranked team in the state, and they met in the very first sub-regional game. <laughs> yeah, you remember that. You remember with, those playoffs. With, yeah, yeah, with Whitehall getting beat by Durand up there, and it was up there of all things. They didn't even get the home court advantage for that game. So, yes, you're right. Anything can happen. My, it was uh, even more so then. My senior year of high school at Wausau East, we I don't remember what the rec- what our regular season record was, but we we were ranked like sixth in the state in the final regular season poll, the boys basketball team. We played Wausau West at West in the sub-regional, or maybe it was a maybe it was a regional semi. But they had a pretty good season too. But you know they weren't up in the, and they beat us. And then they went on a run all the way to the state championship game that really? year against one of the teams from Milwaukee, and I don't remember what school it was. But it was the year in which that particular team had to vacate the state tournament championship because of using an illegal player. Chucky Flowers. I remember the player. I don't remember the school name. (laughs) And so it was really, you know, and that's the whole what if. Yeah. What if we hadn't lost that game? Yes. How far would have you gone? And uh, it was kind of a, it was kind of a, so now we're telling stories, but we got a little time to kill. Um, The way we lost that game was we had the ball and a one or two point lead closing minute of the game. And we were not content to, like, you know. Run the clock? Yeah, we and there was no clock. So no shot clock It was clock just, yet. you know, you're, you're just dribbling the ball, dribbling the ball. And the official, the official motioned for the defense to come out and play. Yeah. And our player, I mean, it was, the crowd was so loud. Our player thought that there had been a whistle and the official was, he, he, he stopped dribbling took a step to hand the ball to the official, and he called for travel. Oh, my gosh, yeah. Yeah, and that's that's how we lost that game. That's a tough one. Because West came down and scored. We could have held the ball all the way. Tough stuff. Yeah. That's one you don't forget, for sure. Yeah, and and, and I remember we all went – all the play. I was a manager, but all the players, the managers, we we got a, a caravan of us guys, you know, 17, 18 year olds, and we went down to the state tournament that year, uh, got some lessons in reselling tickets. Um, that's how we paid for our trip to Madison that year. Down at the old field down house. Down at then. the old field house, and uh, yeah. You know, back when the drinking age was 18, there's all kinds of trouble that we could get into <laughs> Down legally, in Mad City, huh? Legally. So now I feel like Bob Euchre telling the old war stories. Here. By the way, it's his 90th birthday, birthday today to Bob Euchre, yeah. Yeah. So we're going to step out, take another break, uh, and we'll come back with more of Dave and Butch's stories <laughs> from the olden days. You're listening to High School Basketball on WHTL. Back here to leave us from Central High School, Dave Carlson and Butch Halama. We're about, uh, I'd say, 14, 15, about 15 minutes away from the opening tip. Again, it was parents' night, so uh, we don't always know that in advance. So we started the pregame show at the regular time, so now we have 
filled with the interviews and filled with a few stories. And now Butch has got to look at some of the other games going on around the area. In the area tonight on the boys' side, again, we're here right out of Levastrom. We've got Mondovi at Baldwin-Woodville. Viroqua travels to Black River Falls. Westby travels to Arcadia. Luther's at GET. That should be a very good game tonight down that neck of the woods. Uh, Lincoln goes to Cochran Fountain City. Cooley Christian is at Blair Taylor. And Pepinalma travels to Independence Gilmington. And hopefully the lights stay on in Independence (laughs) tonight. I don't know if that's at Gilmington or Independence, but we had that deal last night. There's also some local girls games. Whitehall travels down to Cochran Fountain City to play. I think that's a makeup game. Glenwood City is at Mondovi. Elmwood Plum City at Arkansas, Durand, Arkansas. And Bloomer travels to uh, Osseo Fairchild. Bloomer girls, well, the Bloomer boys and girls, both with very good programs coming in this year. So uh, looking a little bit further out, we'll be back at it again next week as we're winding up here with the end of uh, January already. On uh, Tuesday night, we travel to Fall Creek once again as Osseo Fairchild takes on Fall Creek, but it'll be on the boys' side there. We were there earlier this week for a girls' game. And uh, then we have two other games to wrap up the week next week. And those are, as soon as Butch can turn the page here, I'll tell you where those are. We'll have Augusta at Blair Taylor on Thursday night. That's on the girls' side. And then on Friday, a week from tonight, the February 2nd, we have GET at Arcadia on the girls' side, which should be a very good game. So we've got three games next week. And when you look at it, Dave, the girls' regional start the 20th. Yeah. That's less than three weeks away. I mean, <laughs> I know it's you and up. I and Mitchell and Mike all sat down and put a schedule together, and we were running, holy <laughs> smokes, way out into the end of February. Being a, all of a sudden, February is right around the corner, and the tournaments are just a few weeks later. It is. It is. So yeah. we're looking forward to that. Of course, uh, you know, seeing who will do it. Like we talked earlier, White on a little bit of a magical run, made it to state. Blair Taylor girls, who we expected had the opportunity to go far in the WIA tournament last year, made it all the way to the state yeah. finals last year. So who knows what uh, which team will surprise everybody and make it there or which team will get bumped out that we thought may go away. We'll be looking forward to that once again here yeah. with March Madness. Well, you know, we were talking when I was talking with Coach Peterson from the Norse uh, in that pregame interview, you know, we talked about the fact that, you know, nine and six record, six and two conference, that's pretty good. But losers are four last five. And then he said, you know, well, that's what happens when you play a tough schedule. And, you know, those losses started January 8th uh, against McDonald Central. They're a really Perennial good State team. Perennial State Power in D5. Eau Claire Emanuel Lutheran next up. And then Arcadia, much bigger school. Yeah. And uh, then a win against uh, Oma Pepin. And then a loss uh, 69-53 to Cochrane Fountain City on Tuesday night this week. So, so yeah. you know, it's, it is. It's a tough schedule. It's a grind. Um, you know, you don't want to go on those losing streaks. But, you know, you maybe learn something about your team and how you're going to respond to that adversity. And they went through that a little bit last year. They had a very good record last year. And lo and behold, I think out of the four or five losses they had last year, they faced like three or four of those teams in the playoffs and came back with wins over Osseo Fairchild and Regis and Durand, Arkansas. And, you know, they... Uh, they got their revenge when it when it mattered. I know I've had uh, Whitehall for a game or two already. The boys, um, I don't think I've seen the Oliva Strum boys since uh, football season, um, and some of them not since baseball season last year yeah. when they had that nice run all the way to the sectional final. Yep. I really thought they were going to state. They looked like they had every opportunity. You and I were there down at, uh, or you and Mike did those, I believe, at Blair Taylor High School. That was. Uh, 
a real nice run for them. Yeah, it was it was nice. And I, I got to say, too, I, I was really excited uh, earlier this week when we went up to Fall Creek. And, uh, you know, that, you know, this this is obvi- this is obviously a newer, you know, more enhanced field house here at Olivastrum Central High School. And in fact, folks, you know, if it sounds like we're in the middle of the game, it's because this is the first time that I've sat courtside oh, for really? a, to do a basketball game since probably 1992 or three when I was uh, courtside down at the Bradley Center for the Wissa Boys oh, State sure. Championship game that I think uh, Oakland Regis was in, or it was girls. It was yeah. girls. Yeah, we have a few different locations where we're right at courtside here, but Levestrum being one of them and in Arcadia, a few of them. But, you know, uh, we're very fortunate, Dave, in our area with the facilities <laughs> we have for basically all sports. We've got some really nice press boxes for baseball and yep. softball even, and then uh, they treat us pretty good at most of the football places. We've been inside even some of those nights when it yeah. wasn't real warm or drizzly yep. out. And, yeah, we, well, we've been fortunate. Well, at Fall Creek the other night, the thing that was cool, and I talked about this in the pregame, was – you know, that gym looked like it probably did in the 1980s, 1990s. Oh, yeah. When they were winning sure. all those back-to-back-to-back-to-back state championships. And in 1985, when the boys and girls yep. both won, each of them only lost a single game that year. But with the banners hanging there and everything else. And just because of the history of, like, Fall Creek basketball, yep. um, that was a nice trip down memory lane. But. As I said, we're in a newer facility tonight. There's, you know, the, the conference team banners hanging up here, state champions in basketball and, yep. you know, golf. Looks like a, a golf run here. Oh, they've had a golf, golf, yeah. good golf program here over the years. They used to have a nice course right down the uh, yep, road Yeah, they here. still do here. And, you know, you look at that, uh, you talk about a magical year, that uh, 07 season there where they uh, – Won the state football championship, won the state basketball championship, won the state golf championship all in one year. That's that's pretty impressive for a school the size of Oliva Strum Central. Yeah, if we really want to tell the Oliva Strum stories, right, we got to get Gilby out here. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Mike <laughs> was Mike was a little earlier than all that, but he's a he's a very proud oh, alumni tell, of Oliva Strum. He could tell stories from a whole different era, Butch. You bet. All right, we're going to take another break here, and we'll be back with more of this extended pregame show. Whitehall Norse and Oliva Strum Boys Basketball coming up right after this. You're listening to 102.3 FM WHDL. Back here at Oliva Strum High School, Dave Carlson alongside Butch Alama, and uh, we will give you the starting lineups uh, before our final break of the pregame. First for the Norse, again with a record of Nine and six overall, six and two in the Dairyland. They'll start out with Braden Lasowski, who is uh, checking out six two senior. Mason Pintock, a six two junior. Preston Schroeder, a six one senior. Grant Olson, a five eleven senior. And rounding out the starting five, Seth Lambeck, a five ten senior. That's the uh, lineup. For the Norse, Lasowski, Pintock, Schroeder, Olsen, and Lambeck. For Coach Paul Jansen's Olivastrum Cardinals, Carter Gunderson, a 6'2 senior, will get the start, as will another 6'2 senior, Giovanni Stevens, a 5'10 junior, Ty Felstad, a 5'9 sophomore, Noah Martinson, and another sophomore, 5'11 
Kelvin Barnison. The starting lineups for Oliva Strum, Gunderson, Stevens, Felstad, Martinson, and Barnison. We're just a few minutes away from the opening tip. We'll step out for one final break and be back with the tip right after this. You're listening to Boys High School Basketball on WAP. Dave Carlson back here courtside at Oliva Strum High School with Butch Alama. Wherever you're listening tonight, from Oliva Strum down to Galesville, Osseo down to Trempolo, and anywhere in between, it's time for Friday night boys basketball on WHDL. So glad to have you along. They're uh, doing the player introductions now. And a good crowd on hand Yeah, here. nice crowd. Uh, the home adults and visiting adults are right across from us. Student sections behind us. Again, we mentioned it's parents' night. Yeah, it helps. But, you know, Whitehall's down at CFC on the girls' side. So, uh, yeah, when you take that into account, and a real a nice of, crowd here. And a lot of people, you know, braving the uh, foggy weather. Hopefully, uh, <laughs> I just have to remind myself on the drive back to Galesville tonight that it's foggy. It's not my head that's foggy. There you go. Although at my age, you know, it's kind of hard to tell sometimes. <laughs> Well, we're getting ready here. They'll be having the tip-off here in just a few seconds. The boys are meeting with their respective coaches and getting ready, and uh, we'll see how it goes here. Whitehall won uh, fairly easy, I believe, in their first go-down earlier in the year down at Whitehall, and uh, I believe we're ready here. Preston Schroeder will jump it for the Norse, and Giovanni Stevens for the Cardinals. And there's the whistle. The ball is in the air, controlled by the Norse as Seth Lambeck retrieves it in the backcourt. He'll walk it over the big cardinal at the timeline, right center court here at Oliva Strum. Lambeck over to Pintock. Back to Lambeck. Grant Olson. Will drive the lane. Now he'll kick it back out to Lambeck. Lambeck trying to go baseline. Instead, will cycle it up to Lasowski. Top of the key. Lasowski looking to pass. Now he'll dish it off. Olsen drove halfway down the lane. Get it back out to Pintock. And Mason Pintock took steps. First turnover of the night. No score. 17-27 left here in the opening half. Hey, go up. Carter Gunderson will bring it up across the timeline, working against Grant Olson for the Norse. Gunderson to Stevens. Now they're trying to work it inside to Kelvin Barnison. Cross-court pass in a three-point attempt. Up and good by Noah Martinson, and it's 3-0. Oliva Strum a minute into the game. Norse back at the other end. Seth Lampick again drives about three steps into the lane, then kicks it out. Wasowski now back out to Lambeck. Olsen again trying to penetrate. Cuts between two defenders, and a jump ball will be called. Ooh, and with the possession error, the uh, ball will go over to the Cardinals. He just drove right in between two defenders, and one or maybe both tied him up turnover on the alternating possession or change of possession. Ball back in the hands of the Cardinals who are up 3-0. 
Bringing the ball down the floor is Carter Gunderson. He'll be fouled. Looks to be Grant Olson, and yep. it is. Number 11, Grant Olson with his first of the night. First team foul on the Norse. Cardinals will inbound across from the Norse bench. Levistrom working right to left in this opening half from our vantage point here courtside. Noah Martinson with another three-point bomb. Splashes it home, and it's 6-0. Oliva Strum. Seth Rambeck will try to drive around the right side looking for the baseline. Instead, he'll dribble it back out and give it to Braden Lasowski. Lasowski kicks it to Olsen, and Olsen drains the tray. And it's 6-3. Nothing but triples tonight. No, first three baskets are all threes. Ty Felstad brings it down for the Cardinals. Now Carter Gunderson drives the baseline, kicks it out. Felstad drives down to the free throw line, kicks it back out to Carter Gunderson for the three. And it's 9-3 Cardinals. Grant Olson will try to go baseline, gets it to Pintock. Kick out, three-point attempt for Lambeck, no good. Rebound goes to Barnison for the Cardinals. Looks like he was right on target from here, but it was a little long for Lambeck. Giovanni Stevens with it. Over to Gunderson. Gunderson drives to the basket, no good. Rebound to the Norse. And Braden Lasowski will put up a three. Too long, back iron, back the other way. Ty Felstead will find Carter Gunderson. Now they'll slow it up. Barnison, or yep, Barnison over to Gunderson. They'll go left side to Felstead and steps. Steps by Noah Martinson and a turnover for Oliva Strum. Couple of substitutions coming in for Whitehall. That's William Youngbauer and Caden Johnston. And uh, Schroeder and Olson take a seat for Coach Peterson. So some fresh legs in for the Norse as Lambeck gets it. Over to Pentak, dribbling top of the key. Back to Lambeck. Lasowski tries to go baseline. Oh. Tries to then dish it off to Pintock. Turns it over. And now the Cardinals will turn it over, coming back down the other way. That was a tough one because Pintock was looking for rebounding position. He thought Lasowski was going to shoot. And the pass caught him off guard and went right between his legs. Cardinals look like they're not afraid to push the pace here against uh, the Norse. And they've... Uh, Pushed the pace all year quite a bit here. Whitehall will take an up and down the court game. Lasowski working against Carter Gunderson. Throws it up top of the key to Lambeck, who drives halfway down the lane. And then he gives it off to William Youngbauer. Will Youngbauer looks like he's fouled by number 12, Noah Martinson. So Martinson's got two threes, a turnover, and a foul here all in the first couple minutes of the game. Will Youngbauer, a 5'8 super freshman. Saw him quite a bit in the uh, football program this year. And the three-point 
shot by the aforementioned Youngbauer up and good, and it's 9-6. Again, all 15 points coming via the tray in this early going. Long pass couldn't be caught up by the Cardinals. Turns it over to Whitehall. Wasowski now working against Gunderson. Gives it to Lambeck. Lambeck thought about the three. Instead, we'll give it back to Lasowski. Now to Youngbauer. Contact, no call. And, and a nice a little hook shot by Seth Lambeck. Pulls the Norse to within a point at 9-8 with 13-14 left here in the opening half. Ty Felstead working against Pintock. Throws up a runner, running floater, no good. Rebound to Pintock. Back the other way, Grant Olson. And now Wasowski puts up a two. And the Norse have the first lead of the game at 10-9 with 12.53. Left here in the opening half. And now a turnover by the Cardinals. Trying to work it inside. Back down the other way. And in. Nice little ball handling by Caden Johnston. Makes it 12-9. Six baskets for Whitehall by six different ball players so far, Dave. And now some full-court pressure by the Norse as Carter Gunderson will break the press. Over to Giovanni Stevens. First subs of the game waiting right in front of us for Oliva Strum. Barnison over to Martinson, back to Barnison. Now they'll get Giovanni Stevens involved with the action here. Felstad thought about going baseline. In his way was Lambeck. They'll kick it back out for a three, and it's good by Carter Gunderson, and we're tied again at 12. With 12 minutes left here in this opening half, it's been a shooting, it's been a shooting match. Lasowski matches that three, and it's 15-12 Whitehall. Felstad working against Lambeck as the Cardinals will try to draw even with a three here. Shoots it cross-court to Stevens. Now over to Gunderson with the three-point attempt short. Back on the other end, Seth Lambeck drives halfway down the line. Gives it up to Johnston. Now from the corner, <laughs> a Pintock three by Pintock. Who does not shoot a lot of threes. And it's 18-12, Whitehall. Little runner by Ty Felstead at the other end, no good. Back on this end, a miss by Braden Lasowski. Cardinals got numbers and a three-pointer good by Noah Martinson. Everybody getting in on the action tonight. Wow. Lasowski, again, trying to go baseline, stopped by Gunderson, puts up a miss. But there's going to be a foul. It's going to be on number three, Will Youngbauer. will be his first, team second. We've got 22, Alex Anderson, and number three, Brennan Hanner in for and the Cardinals. And we're going to have a timeout. First of the ball game, it's 18-12 Whitehall, or 18-15 Whitehall, leading Oliva Strum. 10-35 left in the opening half. Back with more basketball Back here at Oliva Strum Central High School, Dave Carlson and Butch Lama, 18-15 Whitehall with the early lead in this one. And there have been, I don't know how many threes. It's a lot. 
I see five of them right here on the Oliva Strum, all nine, of their points. Nine. Whitehall's got four, and like you said, all 15 points from Oliva Strum are on those five three-pointers for them. Into the game, Brennan Hanner and Alex Anderson for the Cardinals. Ty Felstead playing catch with Giovanni Stevens back to Felstead. Felstead working against Caden Johnston. 13, Riley Herman is in for the Norse along with Olsen back in. And now a turnover by Ty Felstead. Norse pushing it up the floor. Olsen with a three-pointer on the way, and it's good. Good for Grant Olsen. His second three. Giovanni Stevens was looking for help there on the inbound. Finally, one of his teammates came back. And driving all the way down the lane, Ty Felstad, they're going to call that an offensive foul. That'll be the first on 11, Ty Felstad, the second team foul on the Cardinals. Carter Gunderson checks back in for Oliva Strum. And now Coach uh, Paul Jansen having a discussion with the referee, I'm assuming about uh, thinking that he didn't have position, the defensive player. Conversation still continuing as the action resumes. Caden Johnston. (laughs) Opelosowski back in the corner to Johnston, trying to work it inside to Schroeder. Schroeder, with three men around him, passes it off to Wasowski. Olsen drives down, finds an open man under the basket. That was Riley Herman, who's... Balls on number five, Giovanni Stevens for Olivas from his first, team third, but it looks like Herman was in the act of shooting. So Riley Herman freshly checked into the Norse rotation. Put up the first free throw, and it's good. We've got Youngbauer and Lambeck coming back in for Johnston and uh, Lasowski here for Whitehall. Herman, another one of those freshmen. Whitehall's got two freshmen on the Six court right one now. one freshman. He's still growing, I'm sure. Pretty well-built young man. So the second free throw from Herman is up and also good. And it's an eight-point lead at 23-15 for Whitehall. Nine twenty in the opening the game half. Either side, I believe. Yep. I think uh, Leva Strum had a six-point lead early. 6-0-9-3, I think you're right. Defense stiffening up a little bit by the Cardinals, and this time Carter Gunderson crashes into somebody, but I think he's going to get the foul on the defender. They're going to say gonna... he's in the act of shooting. That follows on number three, Will Youngbar. That is his second. It's only the third team foul on the Norse, but it is Youngbar's second. So Gunderson not shying away from the contact after getting called for the charge a minute or two ago. He makes the first free throw. Carter Gunderson will get one more. At the moment, a seven-point advantage for Whitehall. Gunderson's second free throw rims around and out. Norse down the other way. Olson will give it to Lambeck, top of the key. Swings it over to Youngbauer. Youngbauer back to Olson. Olson fakes like he's going to put up a shot. Goes instead Ooh. to the basket. Puts it up and in. 
and he'll get the bonus toss. He'll get the and one. He gets a chance to do it the old-fashioned way. That's right. 25 oh. to 16. Balls on number 22, Alex Anderson. That is his first team fourth. Ty Felstad uh, waiting to check in for the Cardinals. He will. Olsen's free throw is good. And that makes it 26-16. Double-digit lead for the Norse, who found themselves down by six very early in this one. Wow. And no, now a call by Youngbauer. That's Youngbauer. his third. Team fourth, but Will Youngbauer has three of those four. I think that's probably going to get him a seat on the bench. I see will. Lasowski running to the scorer's table here. He may not see much more action the rest of the half, Dave. I think you're probably uh, spot on with that one, Butch. Cardinals will inbound. Felstead working against Lambeck. Back to Barnison. Now they swing it down low, and a nice little put up by Brennan Hanner is good. 26 to 18. Their first two pointer of the night. Lambeck to Olson. Back to Lasowski. Lambeck fakes the three. Now he'll kick it out to Lasowski, who will take and make the three. And it's 29 to 18. Eight minutes exactly left here in this opening 18 minutes. Both teams pushing the ball up and down the court. A lot of three-pointers as... Brennan Hanner wanted to go baseline. Instead, throws it back to Barnison, who now will drive down the lane, up and good. Barnison's first two of the night. And the Cardinals pull back within nine at 29 to 20. Lasowski working against Alex Anderson for the Cardinals. Now over to Olsen. In the corner to Pintock, thought about the three. Instead, he'll drive to the lane, and he'll get fouled. Fouls on number 11. Ty Felstead, that's his second team fifth. Giovanni Stevens will check back in for the Cardinals after Pintock's first shot. Mason Pintock's first free throw up, and no good. Back iron. He'll get another one. And now over to check in is Noah Martinson for the Cardinals. See, sitting down here courtside, it's a lot easier to see who's coming and going. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> Pintock with a make here could put the Norse back on top by 10, and he does at 30 to 20 with 721 left here in the opening half. Gunderson will stop. Put up a nice little 20-footer, and it's good. That's the deficit to 30-22. Going baseline, Olsen, instead of shooting it, he kicks it back to Pintock. Down down to Lambeck, who drives the lane and puts it up and home. 32-22, Whitehall with the lead. Big cross-court pass to Noah Martinson. Now they're trying to get it down low to Barnison. Barnison will give it off to Stevens. 
Stevens to Gunderson, who drives all the way down the lane and scores. And we're going to get a timeout. Oliva Strum, 32-24, 6.28 left in the first half. We'll take a break. You're listening to High School Boys Basketball on WHD. Back here at Oliva Strum Central High School, where the visiting Whitehall Norse have a 32-24 lead. 6.28 left here in the opening half. Norse will inbound to our left under their own basket. Pintock tosses it into Lambeck. We'll carry it across the timeline. Lasowski now top of the key. Nice little dish to Pintock. Herman. No, Herman, who misses it. Rebound goes to Alex Anderson. Oh, tightrope walk. Nice job by Noah Martinson to pull down an errant pass. Kicks it out to Carter Gunderson. Misses. Badly, but it bounces Rebound right goes to Barnison. Up with the shot is Martinson. No good. Norse pushing it back the other way. Lambeck will rotate it on top to Lasowski, who goes halfway down the line. Kicks it to Lambeck. Lambeck working against Barnison. Now back on top to Lasowski. Caden Johnson drives to the free throw line, then gives it up. Lasowski back to Lambeck, three-pointer on the way, and it's good. Seth Lambeck drains the three. 35-24, Norse. Is Gunderson working against Caden Johnston? Gunderson drives all the way down to the lane. He had Pintock and Johnston on him. Misses. Norse back the other way. Lambeck. Out on top to Lasowski. Johnston, three a little long. Rebound and a scrum down in the corner. Coming in away with it is Alex Anderson for Oliva Strum. Caden Johnston, number 12 for Whitehall, knocks the ball out of bounds, but it remains with the Cardinals. And actually, I think they just called a foul on Johnston. He came over and gave the foul signal. Oh, did he? Signal. Okay. Okay, that'll be number 12. That's him. That'll be his first personal 15 fall on the Norse. Olsen and uh, Schroeder back in for Whitehall during that break in the action. Ty, Ty Felstead will get some pressure from Caden Johnston. Felstead still with the ball, drives to the free throw line, kicks it out. Now Alex Anderson will kick it to Felstead who drains the three, another three-pointer, and it's 35-27 as the Cardinals pull back to within eight. Lambeck working against Barnison. Back to Olsen, almost took steps there. Lambeck, three-pointer, will miss back iron. Rebound controlled by the Schrader. Norse, Schrader. Lambeck. Drives the lane, puts it up, misses. Another offensive rebound for the Norse. They'll reset here as Grant Olson swings it down low to Schroeder, who puts a three in the air and nothing but net. All five starters and one off the bench for Whitehall have made threes so far. Giovanni Stevens cycles it to Martinson. Felstad and a three. 
Crank up the air raid sirens. They're falling like bombs here. No kidding. At Central High School at Oliva Strum. 38-30. Olsen misses the three. Rebound will come down to Ty Felstead. And a chance to cut that eight-point lead further as Barnison goes all the way down the lane. Nice little floater is good. And it's 38-32 Whitehall. Cardinals on a little bit of a run here. Grant Olson working against Alex Anderson. Rotates it down to Lambeck, who now comes back to the top of the key. In the corner is Schrope. No, Olson goes baseline. Now Lambeck throws it up. He thought he was fouled. He put that one up thinking he'd drawn the foul. No good by Olson. Cardinals. Could cut it to four or three Down here three. with a three ball. Barnison almost has the ball slapped away. Keeps possession. Felstead working against Caden Johnston. And now... Airmail that one. Airmails that one over trying to find Noah Martinson. A little high. Gunderson back in for the Cardinals and Pintock and Lasowski back in for Whitehall. Braden Lasowski will bring it across the timeline. Met out there by Carter Gunderson. Grant Olson with the ball. Misses, gets his own rebound, puts it up, no good. Swatted out of bounds by Giovanni Stevens. And the ball will stay on the north end here. Under two minutes, 157 left. Lasowski to Olson. Olsen back to Lasowski, and now Olsen, three-pointer, up and good. That's his third three of the half, Dave. 41-32, to 32, both teams lighting it up. Olsen Still a minute 40 left in this opening half. And oh, Gunderson elevates with the layup, and it's 41-34. Olsen, Lambeck, over to Lasowski, working against Gunderson. Momentarily found Pintock oh, free. Schrader with a rim rimmed in and out. Barnison back the other way for the Cardinals. Didn't really have a good handle on it. Kicks it outside for a three-point attempt by Martinson. Missed. And we're going to get, I think, a foul here. Or did he? I don't know what they call it. No foul. I think they said number five was on the baseline for uh, the Cardinals, I okay. believe. We get confirmation of that from the lovely Mc little lady Michaela to the left here. Her. Yes, we did it right. <laughs> Grant Olson to Lasowski. Over to Lambeck. Lambeck working against Barnison. Now back on top to Lasowski. Grant Olson eyed up that three-pointer. Instead drives oh. to the free-throw line and right into the hands of Giovanni Stevens. Cardinals back the other way. Now Ty Felstead. Will hold it up a little bit. Puts up the three-pointer. Rims out. Grant Olson will drive down to the three-point arc and then hand it off to Lasowski. 25 seconds, though. It almost looks like Whitehall might be going for the last shot of the half here, Dave. To Olson. Back up on top to Lambeck, working against Barnison. Now Olson. 13 seconds left. 
And I think you're exactly right. I don't believe a strum, barring an unforeseen thing, will not get the ball back here. Now they got to hurry. Lambeck cues up the three-pointer, misses. Schroeder with the rebound, goes up with it, and fouled. is fouled with .3 seconds left on the clock. And that uh, is follows on number five, Giovanni Stevens, his second, team six. So Preston Schroeder with a chance to extend this lead. It's at seven right now at 41-34. He'll get two tosses. Couple of dribbles. Schroeder's first attempt up, rims out. He'll get one more. Schroeder's shot in the air. Oh, that also, also misses, a... and that is how the first half will end. A very entertaining and quick-paced first half of basketball here from Oliva Strum Central High School. 41-34, to 34, Whitehall with the lead. We're through 18 minutes. We'll step out for a break and be back with your halftime show right after this. You're listening to Boys High School Basketball on 102.3 FM WHTL, Whitehall, Wisconsin. Back here at Oliva Strum High School, Dave Carlson and Butch Halama. It's halftime, and the Whitehall Norse leading this one 41-34. to 34. Butch is here with the halftime numbers. And there's a lot of numbers, Dave. They, they were shooting. This, this was a wide-open game. First of all, for the homestanding Oliva Strum Cardinals, they were led by Carter Gunderson with a great game at 13 points. Nine for Noah Martinson as he's three, uh, three out of, he made three three-pointers. Six points for Ty Felst that he's made two three-pointers. Uh, three Four points for Calvin Barnison and off the bench with two is Brennan Hanner for their 34 points. They were one of two from the foul line for 50%. Six personal fouls, nobody with more than two, and only six turnovers for them. They made two, four, they made seven three-pointers in the first half for them. Now turning page for the visiting Whitehall Norse, they were led by Grant Olson with 12, eight for Braden Lasowski, seven for Seth Lambeck, uh, four points for Mason Pintock, three points for Preston Schroeder and uh, Will Youngbauer. Youngbauer sat a good portion of that first half as he picked up his third Personal, I believe, with about eight and a half minutes to go in the half. And rounding out the scoring with two each were Caden Johnson and Riley Herman. The Norse were four of seven from the foul line for uh, 41%. They had five, or 57%, excuse me. They had five personal fouls. The big thing there is Youngbauer, their first, one of their first players off the bench, had three of those five. They only committed four turnovers. So it was uh, 10 turnovers. We've had some games where they've had 10 turnovers in the first two minutes. So Yeah, uh, very entertaining opening 18 minutes of basketball. Uh, yeah, what was it? The first fifth, first six, seven, eight baskets were all threes. Well, Whitehall's got nine threes, <laughs> and Olivestrom has seven, so that's uh, 16 threes 40, here in the first half. 41 so. to 34 at the half in this one. Uh, JV game ended up uh, Whitehall 40, Olivestrom 30 in case there's any moms and dads, grandpas and grandpas, aunts and uncles, or just interested JV basketball fans yep. uh, wondering about that. We're going to step out with a break, come back with more of the halftime. Second half, also straight ahead. You're listening to High School Basketball on WA. Back here at Oliva Strom Central High School, Dave Carlson and Butch Halama. Halftime uh, warm-up just about wrapped up, and uh, we'll be set to go in about a minute or so with this one. 
And again, a very entertaining ball game. Oliva Strum came out shooting early and often from behind the arc in building an initial six-point lead. Boy, I thought, boy, we're going to have a ball game. And then Whitehall runs out to, I think, the biggest lead was 12. And okay. uh, and be. then uh, Oliva Strum chips away at it. And at halftime, it's a seven-point lead. Definitely still anybody's ball game at this point. First uh, five baskets made by the Cardinals tonight were all three-pointers. And it will be interesting to see if uh, they come out uh, come out shooting early and often from behind that three-point arc here in this second half. Well, it looks like it's going to be Whitehall's ball to start the second half here, and we'll be having that tip-off in a matter of a few seconds. So... Uh... 18 more minutes of basketball at been least. exciting, I'll tell you that much. Headed it's been fast-paced, boy. Now, both teams seem to have that three-point shot measured. I don't. We haven't been keeping track of the percentages, but the percentages, I think, from beyond the arc are pretty high. They, they seem to be pretty decent here. Seth Lambeck will walk it across the timeline. As this time, uh, Whitehall will work right to left. Cardinals working towards the basket in front of their own bench in this second half. Lasowski into Lambeck. Well, I thought Olsen was going to pull the trigger there, and he didn't. Schroeder. Now Lasowski. Again, Olsen eyed it up, decided not to shoot. Lambeck will drive halfway down the lane, puts it up, misses. Olsen there for the rebound, puts it up, no good. Pintock. Got the rebound and had it, threw it, but threw it right away to Carter Gunderson. Gunderson's having a real nice game here tonight. Gunderson just got a really fluid moving style as he brings that ball up the court. Ty Felstad, and he'll travel before throwing it over to Kelvin Barnison. And Alex Anderson comes in. I didn't see who he came in for. Was it uh, Barnison, maybe? No, Barnison's out there yet. Yeah, Barnison just had the turnover. Lamick to Lasowski. Lasowski working against Gunderson. Now Lambeck top of the key. Back over to Lasowski working against Gunderson. Drives down the lane. Looks like he got away with a travel. Pintock puts it up from distance. Air ball. Alex Anderson for the Cardinals comes away with it. Now Carter Gunderson will walk it into the forecourt. To Felstad. Felstad will give it back to Barnison. Working against Pintock. Drives the lane. Loses the handle on it, but I think he was fouled. Fouls on number 10. That would be Preston Schrader, his first. First team foul in the second half on Whitehall. Alex Anderson will trigger the inbound, gets it to Barnison. Top of the key to Felstad, three-pointer, back iron, no good. Olsen comes away with the rebound and gets hit by Anderson. No foul, play on. Now, Lambeck. As fast as that first half started, we haven't had any points (laughs) here in the second half. Lasowski looking to drive baseline. Instead, will kick it out to Lambeck who then drives down the lane, misses, rebound, and a putback by Pintock. And it's 43-34 Whitehall. Draws first blood here in the second half. Ty Felstead 
gives it to Giovanni Stevens. Looked like he was going to shoot. Instead, they kick it back to Felstad. Misses the three-pointer. Now Barnison passes on a three-point attempt of his own. Instead, they'll get it back in the middle to Stevens. Blocked Swarmed by. under. Barnison, uncontested three there. Misses. Cardinals with another rebound. Felstad working against Lasowski. Back on top to Barnison. Now Gunderson will drive down the lane. Falls on number five, Mason Pintock for Whitehall. That's his first, second team fall on Whitehall here to start the half. Cardinals will inbound it underneath their own basket. Alex Anderson will trigger the attack. Inside to Gunderson, drives and scores. And it's 43-36. Three minutes into the second half, and now oh. a nice little layup on the other end by Mason Pintock. Got the ball, turned, took three steps to the rim, and put it down. Caught him off guard. He got down there fast, and it was a nice pass. I didn't see who led him with that one, but it was a nice pass. Giovanni Stevens working top of the key. Now it'll be Carter Gunderson putting up another 15-footer. He's hot tonight. Yeah, Carter Gunderson not to be denied. Inside the arc, outside the arc, it doesn't matter. He's having a great game. On the other end, Schroeder working against Gunderson. Now Lasowski will put up a three. Back iron missed. Rebound goes to Olsen. Olsen will dribble out top of the key, try to reset it. Over to Lasowski. Now Lambeck with a three-point attempt. Misses. Hintock had the rebound, then coughed it up to Giovanni Stevens. Cardinals coming back the other way. Gunderson working against Olsen. Wow. And he'll drive right down to the basket and lays it up and in. And it's a five-point game. Olsen working against Anderson. Lasowski drives between a couple of defenders and lays it up and in. Now the scoring kicking Whoa, back nice up. Job a nice by tight Anderson. rope walk by Alex Anderson for the Cardinals right in front of us. Came down, looked at his toes. They were inside the line, regained his balance, and then passed the ball off. Arneson with a three-point attempt. That was halfway down. Missed back iron, bounced off the front iron, and then out. Back on the other end, Lasowski working against Gunderson. Lasowski going baseline, dishes it off. He was looking for Pintock. Pintock was on the floor for a little while, got up right in the middle of a passing lane, and it's Grant Olson launching a three, and he'll make it. That's his fourth three of the night, Dave. 50 to 40, Whitehall. 12.48 left here in the second half. Gunderson working against wow. Wilson. I can't believe they're letting Gunderson get away with that forearm. He's. You know, it looks like there's more contact than there really is there. And Gunderson. With a three, I believe. With a three. Yep. And it's 50 to 43. That'll bring a timeout. 12.33 left here in the second half. Whitehall with the lead. We'll be back with more high school basketball right after this. From small town. 
get back. Oh, we're back. Back here at Levistrom Central High School, Dave Carlson and Butch Lama. Uh, as we were in the break, Butch and I were talking about uh, how Gunderson's been working against Grant Olson. And to, to Butch, it looks like there's contact. And to me, it looks like uh, Olson is is trying to sell I, it a little bit. I don't bit. know if there's contact, but a lot of officials, yep. when you extend that harm that far out on the offense, they're going to call it regardless. Yeah. yeah, well, as soon as there's contact, I think they'll be calling that. But you're, you're right. Up to this point, Gunderson has been getting away with it. Yes. Yeah. And he's, but, you know, compliments to the young man. He's shooting lights out. He's got uh, 22 points out of the 43 Lasowski with a three-pointer, and it's good. That, that was, was a long three. That was an NBA three there for Braden Lasowski. As we discuss the finer points of officiating. And it's a tough job, folks. <laughs> they, they're, they're hard Gunderson, finding them. Oh. Another little runner down the lane misses it. Pressing it down the floor. Out that pass to Pintock, who lays it up and in. Pintock's in double figures now also for Whitehall. They've got one, two, three ball players in double figures. And the lead back to 12 for the Norse. Gunderson over to Hanner. And Martinson. up and good by Noah Martinson. He's now in double figures after those quick three threes in the first half. Lasowski, nobody on him, will take the three and <laughs> That was a foot it. further, I think. <laughs> and the threes are in vogue again this half. 58 wow, to 45. That's Martinson with a three-point attempt. Oh, Just misses. Youngbauer kind of hung in Youngbauer's the air. Youngbauer's back in. Nice outlet pass to Pintock. Who lays another one up and good, and it's a 15-point Whitehall lead. Man, they had it what, with a chance to cut it to three there at one trip. Believe a strum being they, and now all of a sudden, that's what those three shots will do for you, though, isn't it? Yeah. A little bit of the uh, wind taken out of the Cardinals' sails here in this opening seven minutes of the second half. Ball's called on Mason Pentock, number five. That's his second, second here in the half, third. Team foul, but Mason Pintock has two of those three. Uh, Herman's back in for Whitehall, number 13. Now, and Alex Anderson came in for, I believe, Noah Martinson on the Cardinals side. Hannah will get the inbounds to Gunderson. Working against Lasowski. Gunderson drives into a triple team. Gets it back out. Now they'll return the ball to him, and he turns it over. Oh. Went to the floor there. What are they going to call? I think they called they called Gunderson. a foul on Gunderson there. Yeah, I, I thought Whitehall pretty much had that one secured, but Carter Gunderson went to the floor trying to wrestle it away, and yeah. he gets tagged for the foul. Well, all things even out, because I sure didn't think that was a foul. <laughs> so. Young Bauer to Lasowski. Lasowski. Covered too well to put up a three-pointer. Johnson goes hard to the basket. And he will draw the foul. And a couple of free throws that go with that foul. Who they call? Foul on number 11. That's Ty, Ty Fels. That's his third team uh, second. Whitehall has opened up a 15-point lead in this one. Make it 16 as Caden Johnston makes the first. He'll get another. And one banks 
twice and then goes down. It took the scenic route. <laughs> 62-45. And now Felstead loses the handle on it. And then lost the handle on it underneath. He, so, he had faked and had the, had the defensive ball player fly by him, but he just lost the handle on the ball. A couple of quick turnovers, and it's right back to Oliva Strum trying to chip away at that 17-point lead. Felstead will bring it across the timeline, working against Caden Johnston. Johnston playing some pretty good defense, and now there's that handout again by Felstead that you don't like. Ooh. And Riley Herman goes to the floor for Whitehall. They're saying he gets the fall on the block. That'll be the first on Riley Herman. It is the fourth team fall here on Whitehall with 10.07 to go. Noah Martinson will check back in, and Felstead will get a seat on the Cardinals bench. Alex Anderson will inbound for the Cardinals. Gets it to Barnison. Three-point attempt up and good by Noah Martinson. That's his fourth three of the night. 62-48 Whitehall. Lasowski tries to go baseline. Gets it outside to Johnston. Now Youngbauer driving the lane. Elevates and gets it. 64-48 as the freshman Youngbauer gets a deuce. Carter Gunderson back outside for a three-point attempt by Martinson, which misses. Youngbauer again bringing it down for the Norse. Gives it to Lasowski. <laughs> He's on fire. Another three-pointer. His third of the half. And these aren't toes on the line three points either, are they, Dave? They're uh, four or five feet behind the line. Yeah, they're they're at least uh, at least close to NBA threes. Arneson, another three for a three. His first three of the night. 67-51, and the track meet and the long-range aerial attack here continues for both teams. Youngbauer is going to get in on the action. He misses. Rebound to Hanner. Carter Gunderson bringing it back this way for the Cardinals. Slowing it down maybe just a little bit. Alex Anderson swings get it, it to the hot hand. Barnison. Pintock with another rebound. Norris still with a pretty quick pace they're trying to set in this one. Caden Johnson wanted to shoot a three, didn't. Lasowski now working against Alex Anderson, top of the key. They'll rotate it back down to... And now it's over to Lasowski. Lasowski inside to Pintock, back oh. and right between the legs of... Braden Lasowski. That was a tough pass. It was right at his ankles. We got Lambeck, and I don't know who, but three got Preston, uh, Schrader, and Olsen back in for Whitehall. Carter gets a, uh, Carter Gunderson with a well-deserved rest. He had the first nine points of this half for the uh, Cardinals. Yeah, it's it's a track meet for sure. We still got 8-10 left in this second half. Whitehall almost at 70 already. How high can they go in this game? Felstead working against He's going to be uh, fouled by uh, Grant Olson. Grant That'll be Olson. his second. That is the fifth team foul. Whitehall's racking up the team fouls here with five and a half to only two for the Cardinals. So we'll have to watch that as the half progresses. Barnison will inbound to Felstead. Felstead working against Olson. Felstead 
to Stevens, and then Stevens. Ah, that was one of them when he zigged when I thought he was going to zag. <laughs> Stevens was looking right at Felstead, and I don't. I think Felstead's attention diverted just for a second. Youngbauer drives between a couple of defenders. He'll be fouled. Fouls on number 12, Noah Martinson, his second. That is the third here in the half for the Cardinals. Youngbauer will trigger the inbounds to Lambeck. Over to Olsen. Olsen drives down, oh. and he gets fouled. Oh, they're calling an offensive foul first, I believe. Yeah, Olsen gets called for the foul there. That's his third, sixth team foul. Wasn't quite I sure. I didn't see the if it was Giovanni was Stevens there. or who, but somebody uh, stood their ground, and I believe it was, I'm not sure who it was, but one of the Cardinals came over and definitely fouled him from behind, but it was well after the uh, contact was made. Alex Anderson will bring it up against Youngbauer nice play by over to Felstead. Felstead. Felstead had to elevate to get that uh, lead pass. And now steps by Noah Martinson, yeah, I believe. Martinson will, will get called for the steps there. The Sons keep back in for Youngbauer for Whitehall. Gunderson didn't get much of a rest, did he? He's <laughs> no, back he in not. for Anderson. Lasowski will bring it up across the timeline. Olsen. Olsen stops at the free throw line, turns around, puts it up, and misses. But he was fouled by Noah Martinson. That'll be his third and the fourth team foul in the half on the Cardinals, sending Olsen to the line. Almost looked to me like he got fouled after he let the shot go. Yeah. They will call it a shooting foul. Grant Olsen at the line. Makes the first. He'll get another. 7.18 left here in the second half. 68-51 Whitehall with second free throw coming from Grant Olson. Up and no good. Rebound comes down to Felstead. Stolen away by Riley Herman. Now Olson. Inside pass to Schroeder. Schroeder, well defended there. Will kick it back up top to Lambeck, who drives down the lane. Kick out to Lasowski. To Lambeck. Olsen with a three in the air. No good. Rebound to Ty Felstead and the Cardinals. And a foul against Lasowski, I believe. Yeah, that's be gonna, I think it might be on Herman, whatever. It's going to be... Uh... Uh, it is. You're right. Lasowski. It's on Lasowski. That's uh, Braden Lasowski's first, but I believe it is the seventh. So it'll be sending the Cardinals to the line for the last 6:46 of this game. We will get free throws here. Hanner and Anderson sitting right in front of us, waiting, waiting uh, to come back into is this it game. Felstead or Barnison? It's Felstead going to the line for the one and one. Hanner and Anderson will. Enter the game. Felstad will get one plus the contingent bonus shot. Yep. And he misses First that one. one is but he gets missed. the rebound. Felstad looking for an inside pass. Now we'll get it back out to Gunderson, who'll drive down baseline. Nothing there to Stevens. Back to Gunderson. Gunderson puts up a running two point attempt. No good. 
Anderson called for the over Olsen. the back. He nods his head yes. Alex Anderson, number 22, picks up his second. Olsen got the rebound fifth. and immediately was fouled by Anderson. What? 20! What was the biggest lead? Is this the biggest lead, 17, or did they? Yeah, no, I, this is, yeah, this tied is Tied the biggest, biggest lead? Yep. 626 left to go here in the second half. Olsen over to Lambeck, swings it down to Schroeder. Now Schroeder up high to Lasowski. To Olsen, working against Gunderson. Nothing there. Back to Lasowski, top of the key. Lambeck. We'll swing it down to Schroeder. We'll try to go baseline. Nice little feed to Riley Herman, who gets fouled as soon as he took possession of the ball. That's Alex Anderson's third, number 22, sixth team. You know, that was one of them where I think it was looked pretty clean, but he followed through, and, you know, they're, they're, you're much more likely to get that one called. So it'll be two free throws for Riley Herman. Riley Herman's first attempt up and good. Pushes the margin to 18 points. Herman second in air and also good. And the North hit the 70-point mark with six minutes left here in this half. 70 to 51. This is a part of the game where I think when Whitehouse built this lead again, those two kids for Oliva Strum not being there to be in that rotation. Right. It hurts them a little bit. Yeah, a little hurts a little bit of the depth and the conditioning. Yep. Um, oh, a turnover on the Cardinals. Yep. Back in the hands of the Norse. Next time we get a break, I'll have to check to see what the high-scoring output is for the Norse. Whatever it is, it's at uh, getting into those heights tonight. Lasowski working against Anderson. Now Schroeder, and he takes steps. Yeah. Stride got a little bit too long in the lane there. All of a sudden, he realized there was absolutely <laughs> nobody guarding him. I got to show I shuffled the feet. Yeah, when there's not bodies around you to hide it, um, it's easier to see. I think you're right there. Calvin Barnison will inbound the ball. To Carter Gunderson, who will bring it across the timeline, working against Lasowski. Hanner trying to set a pick for Gunderson. Oh, nice. Instead, jump Gunderson stop. just drives down the right side of the lane. Little floater, and it's 70 to 53. And Lasowski puts up a three rebound by Pintock, and he'll be fouled. Number 12. Noah Martinson, that's his fourth. It is the team's seventh. I, I think Lasowski was in, yep, he was in the act of shooting. Uh, Pintock. Oh, Pintock, excuse me. Pintock will go to the line for two. Mason is up and good. Lead of 71 to 53. Second one coming from Pintock. That is also good, nothing but net. And it's 72 to 53. Gunderson working against Lasowski back at the other end. Gunderson will drive down the lane and miss it, but he took steps. See, now in the NBA, that had been all right. (laughs) Well, there's no Euro step in In rural Wisconsin. 
Lasowski drives baseline. Reverse layup, no good. Pintock, nice little dish inside to Schroeder. Schroeder grabbed that throws it up and rebound down. and knew what to do with it. And now a 74-53 lead, 21 points, the biggest advantage in this one. Still four and a half left. Ooh, Grant Olson had his eyes on a layup there. Tipped it away but couldn't get to it before the ball went out of bounds. And I think we might be getting a timeout coming here. Nope. Nope. Felsted and uh, somebody else took a seat. So we play on with Carter Gunderson working against Lasowski. They swing it over to Barnison. Barnison to Felsted. Stevens. And now I think we're going to get a foul on Grant the North Olson. here. Number 11. Grant Olson picks up his fourth. That'll send Noah Martinson to yep. the free throw Eighth line. Eighth team foul, so Martinson will get the one and one. Biggest offensive output this year, an 85-55 win over Mondoki. So Martinson makes the there. second free throw to cut the lead to 19. Olsen working against Gunderson on the offensive end of the court. Now back to Lambeck. And Sowski will drive down to the basket. Fouled. And he's fouled by number 11, Ty Felsted. That's his fourth and teammate. So we've got... About three or four ball players with uh, four fouls here. Lasowski will be at the line when we come back from this uh, timeout. It's 74-55, 3.53 left in this game. Whitehall leading Oliva Strom. If you have roof problems or if your roof needs replacing, contact Simmons Roofing of Blair. Simmons Roofing is fully insured, so your satisfaction is guaranteed. They offer solutions to any type of roofing problems, and Simmons Roofing offers expertise in warranty and insurance claims. Gene Simmons has extensive training and is recertified every year. He's a certainty, quality master shingler and applicator. Shingles, steel roofing, soffit, fascia, rubber roofing, siding installation, residential and commercial. Simmons Roofing of Blair. Call 715 960 646992. Back here at Olivas High School, Dave Carlson and Butch Halama. It's 74-55. Whitehall with the lead. 353 left in this game. And Braden Lasowski will be at the line for the Norse. Shooting two. Braden's first toss up and in. Second one from Braden Lasowski is in the air and also good. 21 now for Lasowski in the game. And the lead is 21. That's 76 to 55. Gunderson and Lasowski laughing it up as they work against each other. Gunderson has the ball poked away by Lasowski. Norse coming back down the other way. And Lasowski puts a nice little floater up in the air and good. The lead is 78-55. And now Ty Felstead dribbles the ball off his foot on the other end. 
We've got a whole line change here. <laughs> we've got a total new unit, Youngbauer, Johnston, uh, number 21, Demetrius Hodges, Herman, and number four, Bo Killian. Nope, not Killian. Number 22. Who's number 22 for Whitehall? Travis Johnson, freshman. <laughs> and Hodges puts up a three-pointer, misses. Rebound by Barnison. Cardinals coming back down the other way. Inside to Giovanni Stevens. Now they kick it outside, and a three-point attempt from Noah Martinson misses. Nice steal by Barnison. Barnison with the oh. steal misses it. And, yeah, we've got a lot of new players in the game here. Hodges with the miss, but Herman right there to put the put back up. That'll make it 80-55. to 55. Whitehall. Oh. Carter Gunderson with a nice little runner down the lane there, up and in. And it's 80-57. to 57. Hodges to Youngbauer. To Herman. Back to Hodges. Caden Johnston now with the ball. Back up top to Herman. So who is 22 for Whitehall? I believe it's Travis Johnson. He's a freshman off the uh, JV squad. Travis Johnson, correct. Carter comes out, and I'm wondering if uh, Carter Gunderson isn't done for the night here with an outstanding game here tonight. We got number 10. Titan Miller into the game for the Cardinals. <clears throat> Miller to Felstad. Felstad back over to Hanner. Now Felstad with a three and he makes it. He's got three threes tonight. And the Cardinals down 80 to 60, a minute 42 left. Really, the only thing uh, in doubt for in this game, Butch, is whether Whitehall can top its 85-point performance against Mondovi earlier this year. That's their high watermark for scoring. 24, Braden Olson checking in. 23, Russell Hewlett checking in for the Cardinals. And number 30, Axel Young checking in. I think... I think both sides have pretty much cleared the benches here now, Dave. <clears throat> we'll try to uh, <laughs> we'll try to keep track of yeah, all. Yeah, Axel checked in with us, and the here. official said we don't count. He's got to go to the official <laughs> score. <laughs> the headphones should be your first clue. Minute 28 to go here, and the score reads 80 for Whitehall. Titan uh, Miller will bring it thumb. up, working against Will Youngbauer. Miller. Goes baseline. Youngbauer cut off the Traveled. path there. Results in a turnover. Will Youngbauer will bring the ball up for the Norse. Had those three fouls early. Took bench, took a seat on the bench for a while, but now he's getting a lot of time down the stretch. Turnover, turnover for by the Norse. Coming back down the other way. Ty Felstead still in there for the Cardinals. And offensive foul, illegal screen on number 30, Axel Young. That's his first. 
team ninth, but I don't think there'll be any shooting as it was a player control foul. That is correct. So Youngbauer over to Johnston. To Herman dribbling top of the key. We got a Johnson Travis and a Johnston Johnson. in there. Caden <laughs> Johnston goes baseline. We'll get it. Up with the shot is Riley Herman. A, a miss. All the way back down the other way is Titan Miller. And he's followed by number 21, Demetrius Hodge. Titan Miller at 5'7", a sophomore showing no fear. No, Hodges picks up his first, the ninth team foul. Titan Miller was not to be denied trying to take that ball to the hoop. Fouled hard and goes to the floor. Oh. Air balls the first one. Laughs a little bit at himself. Did I do that? <laughs> Miller, the sophomore, will get another one. That one. Good. Up and good. 30 seconds left in this game. 80 to 61. Whitehall, as <laughs> Demetrius Hodges. Goes to his knees, gets the ball up before he gets travel. Youngbauer, three-point shot in the air by Caden Johnston, misses. Johnson with Johnson the rebound, for the put, rebound back put back. Yep, and it'll be a turnover, and the Cardinals with one last chance. Ty Felstad will walk it over midcourt. Not a lot of urgency here. Throws it over to Brayden Olsen. They're trying to encourage him to shoot. And Brayden Olsen, number 24 for the Cardinals, just shook his head, no, I'm not going to shoot. And that is how this one will end. 80-61, to 61, all Whitehall in this one, as both teams put up a barrage of three-point bombs and uh, made it a very entertaining game, even if the final score was not that close. We're going to step out, take a commercial break, and then be back with some game statistics. All that right ahead. You're listening to High School Basketball on WH3. Back here at Oliva Strum High School, Dave Carlson and Butch Halama. Final score in this one, the Whitehall Norse 80, the Oliva Strum Cardinals 61. Butch is still carrying the uh, ones and... Uh, doing the math here, what we will say is that uh, had a couple of uh, really good shooting teams tonight, at least early. They were both throwing up the three-point attempts and hitting them at a pretty good clip. Um, but uh, Whitehall, patient, kept uh, extending that lead. While Butch is... Uh, tallying the statistics here. I'm going to take a look at the broadcast schedule. You do that. I'm, yeah, I finally found where I goofed up here, but we're, we're going to get Tonight there. is Friday, January 26th. Tuesday night, we'll be back at you with boys basketball as Osseo Fairchild <clears throat> travels up to Fall Creek. Butch mentioned that one earlier. And then next week, uh, Thursday, Augusta girls at Blair Taylor. <clears throat> and then we wrap it up with girls basketball a week from tonight. February 2nd, GET Redhawks will be at the Arcadia Raiders. So uh, some good games heading down the stretch here. Uh, as Butch said, just uh, 
a few weeks away from the start of regional play for the girls. That's on Tuesday, February 20th, and then the boys starting regional play a week later than that. Of course, the girls uh, on that tournament road to get to Green Bay at the Rest Center for the girls' tournament, and the boys trying to get to the Cole Center in Madison. And a uh, couple of teams from our area made those runs last year. The Whitehall boys getting down to the state boys tournament and the Blair Taylor girls getting down to the state tournament in Green Bay at the Rush Center. And uh, we just don't know what the story will be. Storylines will be this year. Who might uh, have a run in them? Uh, who might be playing some March basketball? We'll just have to tell. Again, the final score in this one was 80 to 61 as Whitehall improves to 10-6 overall and 7-2 and here in the Dairyland Conference. Uh, Butch is getting closer, frantically trying to get the statistics put together. And uh, we'll step out for one more quick break here and then be back with final game statistics as well as the Napa Parts and Performance Player of the Game. All that just ahead. And we're back here <laughs> Yeah, we had some mess up there. Uh, Gremlins in the machine. Uh, uh, yeah. We'll go through some numbers here quickly for the Levistrom Cardinals leading the way with an outstanding game. The high score for the game was Carter Gunderson with 26, 16 for Noah Martinson as he was uh, he had four threes or I think he was three for three to start the game. Nine points for Ty Felstead, seven points for Calvin Barnison, two points for Brendan uh, Hanner, and rounding out the scoring with one was uh, Titan Miller for their 61. They were seven of uh, four of seven from the free throw line for 57 percent. They hit 11 threes and 12 twos, so 11 threes for the Cardinals. Uh, 15 personal fouls, 17 turnovers. Uh, the turnovers on both sides got a little ragged towards the end there when there was a lot of different sure. players and the players not used to each other. Leading the way for Whitehall tonight with a good game was senior guard Braden Lasowski with 23, 16 for Grant Olson, 14 for Mason Pintock. Uh, five point or seven points for Seth Lambeck, five points uh, for Preston Schrader, five points for Will Youngbauer, four points for Caden uh, uh, Johnston, and off the bench also with six was Riley Herman for their 80. They were 13 to 17 from the foul line for 72 percent. They he made 13 three-pointers and 14 twos, so they each made one more two than they did threes for their 80 points. Whitehall committed 14 fouls and had uh, 11 turnovers. For the fast-paced game, it really wasn't that many turnovers when you look at it. We'll jump right into our Napa Parts and, Perform Napa Parts and Performance Plus Player of the Game here, brought to you by Napa Parts and Performance Plus with locations in Independence and Blair. Stop by and see Seth or Mike Benedict. They have all your auto part needs. They have the uh, uh, agriculture needs, commercial needs, and they also have that great... Uh, uh, auto Center 2.0 there in Blair, well, they'll take care of all your auto repair needs. Um, some great opportunities here. Olsen with 16, Pintock with 14. But Braden Lasowski not only led them with 23, he came out in that second half uh, when they had that, uh, you know, somewhat comfortable uh, seven-point lead, but he hit three threes and a deuce right away to start the second half. We're going to go with Braden Lasowski as the Napa Parts and Performance Plus WHTL player of the game this I evening. I concur, and the... Uh, best performance in a in a losing role, Carter Gunderson. Very much so. Who put up 26 points. That'll do it for tonight. Oliva Strum, 
on the short end of an 80-61 beating by Whitehall. For Butch Lama, I'm Dave Carlson. Thank you for joining us, and we'll see you next week with high school basketball on WHTL. We hope you enjoyed tonight's game between Whitehall and Oliva Strum. Our game was brought to you by Hawkness Tax and Accounting, Co-op Credit Union, Tri-County Communications, Days Escape Salon and Spa, AMPI, Arcadia Chrysler Dodge Sheep and Ram, Holton Sporting Goods, Trumplo County Council of the American Legion, Klonstein's and Sons Auto Body, Arcadia Credit Union, The Locker Room, Central Builder Supply, Gross Motors, Gunnison Tri-County Rehabilitation Services, Aid Contractors, Auto Value of Whitehall, Stockman's of Osseo, Riverland Energy, Midwest Natural Gas, Wamity State Bank, Brightside Electric, Osseo Automotive, Bank Chiropractic Relief and Wellness Center, Tricor Insurance, Simmons Roofing, Matchy's Chimney Rock Septic Service, American Family Insurance with Agent Ronnie Stewart, or New Ingredients, Maple Leaf Meats, Tri-City Sanitation, Alliance Bank, Blair Online Auctions, that part the performance of Blair and Independence. This has been a presentation of WHTL Sports. Join us Tuesday night for boys high school basketball action as the Osseo Fairchild Thunder take on the Fall Creek Crickets on your hometown location for high school sports. Now back in the greatest hits in Wisconsin's heartland on 102.3 WHTL.